Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therapy Thursday. This week, we are talking about doing apologies the right way, both giving and receiving. Now, when we're giving apologies, there's a lot of wrong ways that you can do it. And you've probably experienced in your life an apology gone way wrong. You've probably tried giving an apology that went very wrong and you did not have it received the way you thought you would. Or you've received an apology that was just so off base and off putting that it would have been better if they hadn't apologized at all. So today I wanna to talk to you guys about five key essential points of giving a true, real apology. Now, the very first rule of giving an apology is that the apology has to be focused on your actions. There should be zero focus on the other person's actions, the other person's blame in the argument. You are only saying, I am sorry for what I have done. I apologize for my actions. If you're saying, I'm sorry you feel that way, that's not a real apology. That saying needs to just die. Because that's not a real apology, that's a nice way of gaslighting. That's a kinder way of saying that someone is overreacting. Don't do it, it actually makes things worse. So you focus on your actions. I'm sorry for my actions. Not I'm sorry for your feelings or I'm sorry for your reaction to what I did. That's not an apology. And you also need to make sure that you're focusing on your actions and apologizing for your part of whatever the conflict was. Not focusing on whatever their share of it is. Even if you only feel like 5% of this problem was your fault, Apologize for your 5%. If they don't apologize back for their 95%, that's on them, that's not on you. You don't have to hold on to that. You don't have to make their apologizing for their part a precursor to your apology. Which brings us to the second point of an apology. An apology doesn't have conditions. If you are truly apologizing, you're not using it as a bargaining chip. You're not apologizing expecting anything in return even forgiveness. If you're apologizing to someone and they're not at a place where they can forgive you yet, you can't then retract your apology. That completely invalidates the apology in the first place because you're only doing it to get something out of it, to feel better about yourself. That's actually manipulative. That's using an apology as manipulation. Third rule of apologies, kind of tied into the second one. In addition to not having conditions for your apology, the third rule is that the apology is not followed up by a qualifier. If you're saying, I'm sorry for blah, 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 but blah, 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 you ruined the apology. Take buts out of apologies. Apologies are not pants. No buts should be in them. So point number four, don't overdo it. Don't make the apology about you. If you are profusely over-apologizing for something, what you're really doing is trying to turn the situation and bring it back to you. You are now trying to over-apologize so much and so profusely that you're trying to get the other person to comfort you during your apology. If you're like, I'm so sorry, I'm such a terrible friend, I'm so bad at this, I'm such a bad person, I'm so sorry, I'm trash. You may truly be sorry, but you're manipulating this experience of apologizing into being an experience where you receive validation. You're trying to make the other person comfort you while you are apologizing for something wrong that you did. Do you see how messed up that is? Don't make the apology about them having to comfort you. The last one, the fifth point, should be obvious, but unfortunately it's not sometimes, is you have to offer a way to repair or restore whatever was messed up. Even if they don't accept the offer, the offer needs to be there. You can't just say, I'm sorry, and move on. Going along with the previous point, this doesn't have to be some huge over-the-top thing. 
but the restitution and the reparation should at least be in line with whatever you did wrong. Even if the restitution is as simple as, I'm sorry, I won't do that again. That can be a restitution, but there has to be some show of actions behind the words. So those are five basic points for giving a good apology. Focus on your actions. You can't have conditions for your apology. You can't say, I'm sorry, but don't overdo your apology and make it about them comforting you and offer restitution or reparation. Okay, so that's how to give an apology. Now, for receiving apologies, it's a different thing. And there's one rule for receiving apologies, but it's a very, very crucial one. Far too often, apologies are met with an automatic response of, it's okay, or it's fine, or that's all right. We start using this tactic when people over-apologize for things they don't need to, or when apologies are manipulation tactics, or when they're apologizing for something that really genuinely just didn't affect us that much, that we're trying to comfort them. This is actually quite a bit more harmful than you might realize at first. Because basically what you're saying is that this apology doesn't actually mean anything, and you don't care that they're offering up this apology to you, and that your feelings don't actually matter. There are some cases in which it really is fine and you really are okay. But if this is said often enough, it will get you to the point that when someone apologizes for something that really truly did mess you up, that really did bother you, that really is a problem, your automatic knee-jerk reaction will be, it's okay, don't worry about it. That's all right, it's fine. And it's not, it's not fine, it's not okay. That apology is important and you need to recognize it and validate it. And you need to be able to respect yourself enough to know that not everything is fine. And you are allowed to be hurt when things hurt. So Brene Brown, one of my favorites, and I'm sure a lot of your favorites too, has a rule that she has taught her children that she talks about in her podcast, Unlocking Us, I recommend it, it's very good, in which she says that her children have learned to respond to apologies with just thanking the person for the apology and acknowledging it. When I first heard this, it just like blew my mind. So instead of the next time someone saying, I'm sorry, you just say, oh, that's all right. Next time they say, I'm sorry, say, thank you for the apology. It's very difficult the first couple of times to break this habit of brushing things off and ignoring our own feelings and our own hurt. But try it, it is crazy. Instead of automatically letting them off the hook with, oh, that's all right, no problem recognize that they are offering you a very vulnerable thing by apologizing for what they did wrong and accept it with gratitude. It will make the apology mean more and it will help them recognize that what they did was not just okay and it will help you to be able to establish your boundaries in a more healthy way. So that's your challenge for this week. If you're giving apologies, recognize the faults that you've made and use the five points we talked about to give a true, genuine apology that isn't expecting anything in return and doesn't have any conditions attached to it and isn't being used to manipulate. And if you're receiving an apology, receive it graciously with a thank you and a recognition and acknowledgement of the apology rather than brushing it aside with a that's all right or no problem or oh, it's okay. So that's our Therapy Thursday for this week. Thank you for joining us. As always, send me a message if you have any comments questions or concerns and I'll see you next week thanks so much again for listening if you enjoyed this or other episodes of therapy Thursday please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast it really really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people of course remember that this is a podcast not therapy and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional and I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.